It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. President Joe Biden delivered his second State of the Union address on Tuesday night, telling Republicans that he wants to work together instead of, quote, fighting for the sake of fighting. Biden hinted at his expected announcement of a re-election bid with numerous references to finishing the job. Health care, the economy, police reform, veterans and infrastructure made up a large focus of his speech. Despite his repeated calls for bipartisanship, Republicans behaved, well, as we expected them to. And they seemed unembarrassed by their juvenile outbursts. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, looking like a bleached white big bird resplendent in feathers, had several outbursts during the address. She screamed that China was spying on the United States when he mentioned competition, and she yelled about China during his riff on combating fentanyl. She screamed when he talked about raising the debt ceiling. She called him a liar and worse. Speaker Kevin McCarthy appeared to try to shush her and the other similarly rude Republicans in the crowd, but they didn't seem to pay him any mind, as you'd expect. Now, I was unable to watch the speech due to the last minute offer of a ticket to see Bruce Springsteen. Some things take precedence. So I'll defer to the Washington Post for some key moments from last night's State of the Union address. You know, we're often told that Democrats and Republicans can't work together. But over the past two years, we've proved the cynics and naysayers wrong. We're building an economy where no one's left behind. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back. Now some members here are threatening. And I know it's not an official party position, so I'm not going to exaggerate. But threatening to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act. As my coach, that's okay, that's fair. As my football coach used to say, lots of luck in your senior year. (laughs) Make no mistake, if you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. The climate crisis doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. It's an existential threat. We have an obligation, not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront it. A lot of you at home agree with me and many people that you know the tax system is not fair. It is not fair. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. My administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row. Let's recognize how far we came in the fight against the pandemic itself. While the virus is not gone, thanks to the resilience of the American people and the ingenuity of medicine, we've broken the COVID grip on us. But what happened to Tyree in Memphis happens too often. We have to do better. Give law enforcement the real training they need. Hold them to higher standards. Help them succeed in keeping us safe. Ban assault weapons now. Ban them now. Once and for all. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. And a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Those on temporary status, farm workers, essential workers. Congress must restore the right that was taken away 
and Roe v. Wade, and protect Roe v. Wade. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. Putin's invasion has been a test for the ages, test for America, a test for the world. Would we stand for the most basic of principles? Would we stand for sovereignty? We stand for the right of people to live free of tyranny? Will we stand for the defense of democracy? There's no place for political violence in America. We have to protect the right to vote, not suppress the fat fundamental right. Honor the results of our elections, not subvert the will of the people. We have to uphold the rule of law and restore trust in our institutions of democracy. And we must give hate and extremism in any form no safe harbor. To the United States of America. And there's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. God bless you all, and may God protect our truth. The Republicans' response came from Arkansas's new governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Moving along. The death toll from the devastating earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria on Monday is now past 11,000. The World Health Organization warning that that number could double once all the rubble is cleared. Meanwhile, freezing weather conditions are further endangering survivors as more than 100 aftershocks have struck the region since the initial magnitude 7.8 quake. Temperatures already freezing are forecast to fall several degrees below zero today. Scattered showers and snow are also expected to continue, putting the lives of those trapped underneath the rubble at risk of hypothermia. The U.S. Navy released new photos of sailors recovering the suspected Chinese spy balloon that U.S. fighter jets shot down over the Atlantic on Saturday. The recovered debris is being taken to an FBI laboratory in Virginia for analysis. The investigation remains ongoing, but U.S. intelligence officials believe the balloon is part of a broader Chinese military surveillance operation. The Chinese, of course, say it was just a weather balloon that drifted off course and that its path over the U.S. was an accident. Sure. The House Oversight Committee today has Twitter executives in the hot seat for their first hearing on Hunter Biden. I kid you not. No, the hearing is not about Twitter and the shenanigans going on over there lately. No, it's about Hunter Biden. Yet ranking member Jamie Raskin said he'll squarely focus the hearing not on Hunter Biden, but on January 6th and the former president. Part of his opening statement will read... Quote, in the lead up to January 6th, Twitter allowed Donald Trump and countless MAGA extremists to use its platform to spread the big lie, disinformation about the election and incitement for civil war, race war, insurrection, revolution and mob violence. Sounds like fun. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.